a Radio 191 FM podcast. Monday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Kia ora koutou. And on today's political roundup, cops with guns, foreign donation ban, and India-Pakistan spat. Now, does New Zealand still have a consensus on having an unarmed police force? New Zealand is only one of a handful of countries where most police officers do not carry firearms. Yet last week it was announced that all frontline police in Christchurch would be carrying firearms on their person. This extraordinary move was in response to two related instances where Christchurch police were allegedly shot at. Police Minister Stuart Nash fully backed the decision, but denied that this meant that routine arming of police was on the horizon. Reports of Christchurch residents' views on the sudden arming of local police showed a mix of reactions. Some residents were reported as supporting police carrying guns as a necessity for their safety. Other Christchurch locals expressed fears over police abusing guns. Frontline police in the Canterbury region will no longer carry firearms on their person following the arrest of a young man earlier yesterday. The man has been charged with using an imitation firearm against the police. The general arming of frontline Christchurch police was an extraordinary move. New Zealand is one of five countries where police are unarmed when they go on patrol. Yet the directive for all frontline police in Christchurch to carry guns was only met with a mooted response by the media and by political commentators and players. A serious debate is needed here over whether concerns over police safety should trump a historical consensus over having an unarmed police force in New Zealand. Regardless of one's position on arming the police, a thorough debate on the issue should be welcomed. Police should be preventing from arming by stealth. Such a move would be undemocratic. Also, questions need to be asked about the alleged shooting at police in Christchurch and the subsequent arrest of a culprit for carrying an imitation firearm. This doesn't seem to add up. The Green Party is pushing for a complete ban on foreign political donations. A bill banning offshore political donations has been introduced by Golrez Garaman. The Green MP has said that the aim of her bill is to stop unfair influence and potential corruption in politics. Garaman's bill would also give prisoners the right to vote, allow Māori to change role types at any time they choose to, and lower the MMP threshold to 4%, which is currently 5%. We live in a period where the public's concern over corruption and interference in politics is at an all-time high. Therefore, the move by the Greens to further regulate political donations in New Zealand is a smart one. The banning of offshore political donations will appeal to many. However, would such a move be xenophobic and act to tap into the worst fears, the worst bigoted fears of the foreign other? Or would such a ban strengthen New Zealand's democracy and act to push back against alleged foreign interference in this country's political system. Now on to international affairs. Tensions between the two nuclear powers, India and Pakistan, are at an all-time high. 
Over the last week, both India and Pakistan have been engaged in military strikes against each other. Earlier last week, India carried out airstrikes within Pakistani-controlled territory. This was in response to a suicide bombing that killed 40 Indian soldiers in Indian-administered Kashmir. A Pakistan-based group claimed responsibility for the attack. Pakistan then retaliated to the Indian strikes with their own strikes in Indian-controlled territory. An escalation of the conflict seemed imminent. However, the return of an Indian fighter pilot by Pakistan has perhaps eased tensions. The Indian Air Force pilot was shot down in Pakistan-administered Kashmir. So, is what is going on between Pakistan and India a big deal, or is it nothing to worry about? Yes, it's an effing big deal. Both of the two countries have enough nukes to wipe each other out. And even a conventional war without nukes could lead to millions of deaths. The current skirmishes between Pakistan and India relate to an ongoing conflict over the region of Kashmir. The question of Kashmir is an existential question of identity for both of the major Southeast Asian nations. Now, if a full-scale war was to break out between India and Pakistan, then the conflict over Kashmir would be at the heart of such a war. So yes, keep your eye on what's happening in South Asia. And that's right. your roundup for today. Thank you very much for that, John. Okay. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.